0: Hi, welcome back to the Me Journeys. I'm Paige Tripp, the owner of the Me Journeys, which is mindful empowerment in your life. And life is a journey. It is not a destination. And there is no set destination. And if you're looking for an end result, usually the end result is death. So (laughs) we don't want an end result. We want to constantly be ebbing and flowing with our life and know that it is safe for us just to go and and there's going to be times of up and down through our life and know that that's okay. And so this episode is going to be short and sweet. It's simply about meditation and the importance of meditation and how to start meditation if you struggle with sitting still or being mindful in your body. Uh, Many of us struggle with the slowing down. When we slow down, our society has taught us that to be successful, we must go, go, go. And so when we slow down, the mind begins to think that it's not doing what it should be doing and that it's bad and our body sort of rejects it. So meditation. I started meditating maybe about five years ago. And just this past year has my meditation really felt like meditation A lot of the other times it was simply arguing with myself and not really knowing what the hell I was doing. And so I'm here to just give you a little, you know, guidance because as I've learned these things, I've realized that our world makes mindfulness extremely difficult. So much so that many people refuse to look at it and to do it. Um, I know so many people who tell me all the time, I can't meditate but they can, they just choose not to because our body rejects it because it's something new and it challenges us. And so your first step, the number one thing that has helped me and that I teach to my third through fifth graders in their after-school yoga program is simply distract the mind. That is simply what meditation is. It is to pull, it's to calm the fluctuations of the mind. And the best way to do that is through breath work as well as counting. So we distract our mind. So close your eyes and take a deep breath in through the nose and let a heavy sigh out the mouth and do it again. And when you do, I want you to pay attention. You start at the top of your head and slowly work your way down. And I want you to pay attention to what it feels like. And on the exhale, if there's tension in the top of your head, just say over and over in your head, release tension, release, release my muscles and my face. And when we close our eyes and we say over and over again, the area that we want to release, our mind begins to listen. And it's like, oh, okay, we don't want to hold that. On the exhale, really, it can be dramatic and like, huh, just like let everything in your face fall and then go to your shoulders and your neck, and then your chest and your back. And really pay attention. Even if you have to lay down on the floor, that's totally fine too. Or in your bed. And if you fall asleep, it's okay. It's starting again. And so just remembering that you have control over your mind. Your mind does not control you. You control your mind. And we allow our mind to be in more control than we give it, than we accept for ourselves. So the mind is, as I talked about in the last episode, has autopilot. And that's what helps us breathe and to do daily functions. Um, otherwise, we would constantly be thinking like, oh no, I have to breathe. Now, don't forget to breathe every second. <laughs> and that's just ridiculous. We know we're not, our mind does control our body, but we control the mind. And so through breath work and meditation, you gain control of the mind. And our society doesn't teach these things because one, I think a lot of people don't realize that they have control and two, why would you teach mass people that they are in control of their destiny and their life when you can control them through what you feed them through TV and social media? So yeah, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> right now, I'm just here to empower you. So let's work through some simple ways that I gained control in my meditation because I do have ADHD um, and I do not, I do struggle with focusing my mind. And so what has really helped me is I set specific spots or times for my meditation. I've found that music really helps me. Um, So now as I'm getting dressed and ready for my day, I listen to um, this healing music that it just kind of calms the senses. Music is very um, soothing to your mind. And so really choosing your music Mindfully is going to be very important. Really pay attention to the emotions that arise in your body when a song is playing. Sometimes taking the words out of songs is really helpful because then your mind can associate negativity with certain words. And our subconscious mind does that all the time. So even though we think we are liking a song, the subconscious mind is attuning to those words and we want to make sure that we can eliminate as much negativity as we possibly can. Um, So here's a process. First, um, set a timer. Setting a timer helps you not to open your eyes and to be thinking about time. You know that that timer is going to go off. So if you've never meditated, I would say start with three minutes and simply count or breathe in and out, and focus on the counting of the breath. In, as you breathe in, you say in, or you count one, two, three, and then you count out three, two, one. But eyes close because then it, it distracts, it takes away from the input. And when our body sees things around it, that's what the mind's going to focus on, and it's going to start to spiral. So closing the eyes, if you feel safe to do so, will help your body to just focus on the inner world. And you can put in earplugs as well, or you can play music and just let the music play. You don't have to focus on the music. But what i found as a person with ADHD is focusing on the counting really calms my mind because I have to focus, otherwise I'll miscount. And when I do, then I just restart and that's okay. And I set the timer for however how long and it goes actually really fast because you, you're not focusing on the timer now because you already know the timer is going to go off. I have five minutes. I have 10 minutes. I have 30 minutes, whatever it is. And then you just focus on that counting. That has been my number one course of action. When all else fails, that's what I do. When I can't sit still, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit still for 30 minutes, set the timer, let it go and just count. Um, another way that you can improve your meditation is do it in the shower and focus on one aspect of your shower. And so you can play music and when the mind wanders, just focusing on like, you can count so you can say, okay, I'm going to wash my right leg with 10 strokes, whatever. So that's your, you're counting, you're pulling the mind into one attention. So literally just lather your leg for 10 seconds. Count to 10. Then you go to the left leg, 10 seconds. However long, I'm, I'm just pulling this stuff out of my ass right now, like number wise. So just like go with what feels best for you. Um, And focus from, you know, I wash from the top down, wash however you want to. So I do my hair first, I do my face, then do my hair, then do my face again, <laughs> and then I do my body. And even the drying and the getting dressed, use that time as a way to distract the mind. And when we, we are in control of our mind, again, I really want to reiterate this. What you draw its attention to is what it will focus on. So when you distract it, when you notice your mind is going 20,000 miles a minute, take that big, deep breath and start from the top of the head and go all the way down to the toes, releasing with every breath and then begin to count. Count in one, two, three, out, three, two, one. This will immediately pull your body and your mind back into focus. Then you take another deep breath in, and then you realign and you talk to yourself internally. And sometimes when we say things out loud, our mind actually hears it as, as truth as, instead of just a thought. And so If you ever catch yourself when you're talking negative about yourself, you usually say it out loud. Your mind is hearing it through the ears. Therefore, it's taking it as truth. When we just think a thought, it's not the same. It doesn't have the same effect as when we verbally say it. So if you catch yourself starting to talk negative to yourself, redirect it and be like, oh no, we're not doing that today. Do the counting and realign To what it is you want to feel. That to me is, has been the most important thing. Yes, sometimes I look like a total idiot walking around talking to myself, but when we are struggling with our mental health or we're struggling with our attention and or negative self-talk, we need to take action to change that. If you really truly want change, don't worry about how you look because How you feel is worse than how you look. Okay, let me say that again. How you feel is worse than how you look. And what people don't understand is that our world does not tell us to really worry about our mental health as much as it should. And we are not trained to change it. And so many people are losing the battle to mental health because it's stigmatized. And honestly, somebody who's really struggled with this, I'd rather look like an idiot walking on the street talking to myself than feel as shitty as I did a few years ago. I would never wish that upon anybody. And so if you are walking around and you have to say it out loud to yourself, like really amp yourself up, like, hey, actually, we're not ugly. We're fucking gorgeous. And that's the end of that story. So we're not going to go down with that ship anymore. Look at, let's look how great you look. Your hair is flowy. You have hair. You have, you know, nice skin. And even if you say, wow, you have two beautiful legs that get you somewhere and you just like are very dry and factual, that's fine too. Do as best you can. And then you work up. You set small goals. We wouldn't go to a gym and pick up, a 50-pound weight, and expect to do more than one lift if you've never lifted in your life. So why then are we putting the pressure on our mind to go from super negative to super positive overnight? It's a process. And it's taken you X amount of years to get to be this down or this depressed or this whatever you're feeling. It's not just going to change overnight. Sometimes it can depending on how deeply intent you are on changing sometimes there's other factors at play it's our you know we have our environment we have our family we have the people we surround ourselves and if we're only trying to change ourselves by simply talking to ourselves that's not going to change we have to change our environment we have to ch- be willing to do things differently and say no sometimes and say like i'm not doing that anymore i'm not engaging in this conversation anymore i'm not doing These activities anymore because they don't make me feel good. And when we start to do that, that's when our life will change. And so, our first step is aligning with ourselves every day. So, the last episode was about morning routines and self care. This is about mindfulness meditation and how to begin the process of becoming more mindful. And the first step is to calm the fluctuations of the mind. And We can't make major changes in our lives until we gain control of our mind because we can say tomorrow like, okay, I'm done with this relationship or I'm done with this friendship or I'm moving or I'm doing this. But if our mind is not in a stable place, that is gonna drop us back into a negative space that is not gonna be good. And being mindful means to gain control of the present moment. And being mindful in the present moment on purpose knowing what you're thinking, knowing what you're feeling, knowing your routines and your negative patterns and being willing to try something different more than one day. Okay. A lot of people will show up, meditate once and expect to feel perfect. You wouldn't go to the gym and pick up a 50 pound weight once and expect to wake up tomorrow jacked and buff as shit. No, you wouldn't. That would be stupid. And so, for you or me or anybody to think that overnight mindfulness is a reality is, is ridiculous. And that's why so many people give up. That's why so many people commit suicide. That's why so many people are not continuing on healthy habits because we have an expectation that it should happen overnight. And that if I choose to wake up and think different, I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna talk positive to my family and my kids and everything is gonna be better we are setting ourselves up for failure because you cannot have good without bad. So you may be positive, but your kids are having a bad day. That doesn't take away from you as a person. That doesn't mean you're bad. That doesn't. And once we gain that control of the mind through meditation and breath work, that's when the things begin to change. So choosing to do these mindful check-ins at least three times a day, setting timers, like you can do breath work, um, that's a form of meditation so what I do is I set timers to go off every two hours and what I do is I take 10 deep breaths that's meditation I'm calming the fluctuations of my mind and my body I'm being mindful and so that's what we need to do as people who struggle with meditation or mindfulness it's slowly building the attention of the mind over a period of time Again, you, another way to look at this is a ladder. You wouldn't get to the roof in a ladder by jumping five five rings or rin, runs, whatever it's called, of the ladder. You're going to take each step. One, two, three, four, five, however many steps. Same with meditation. Start with two minutes. Two, three minutes is a great amount of time to just pull your mind back. Focus on counting. Taking a shower. Focus on counting how many strokes you take to wash your hair, brushing your teeth, combing your hair. And anything can be used as meditation, doing your dishes. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot that one. I do meditate while I'm doing my dishes. You know, my kids are like running around, whatever. I focus on how many times I, you know, rinse my dish. And then, you know, every time I rinse my dish, because I have a dishwasher. So I like, I rinse it with a, a little rag or whatever. And I go one, two, three, rinse it. And that's me washing away any thought that comes in. And I put it in my dishwasher and I move on to the next one. Anything, folding laundry. These are moments where you can meditate. You don't have to get a pillow. You don't have to get a mindfulness corner, nothing. You choose a moment when you feel like I have five minutes here. And even set a timer. And, you know, I do timers now for chores too because with ADHD, I tend to start an activity and then I get distracted because I think of something else and then I go to the next activity without finishing it. That is how meditation can work. Setting a timer and be like, okay, for 10 minutes, I'm folding this laundry and while I do, I'm going to take deep breaths and I'm going to count and that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to listen to the song for 10 minutes and every time a thought comes in, I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm just going to let go and I'm going to try really hard to detach by simply doing that, you are meditating. That is the beauty of meditation. It can be done anywhere, anytime, in any way. Yes, there's formal meditation, which you should try to do. And I suggest doing that at bed when you're laying down, doing a bedtime meditation if to just start and just getting used to it and like focusing on deep breathing and calming your mind for bed. And really deep breathing means down to the belly and the lower back into the ribs, all around, and then into the chest. And that is meditation. Let me get that across to you. My goal here at the Me Journeys, which is Mindful Empowerment Journeys, is to empower you to see mindfulness is easy and can be done anywhere, anytime, and does not need to be difficult. And that is my goal. That is my mission, is to bring as much empowerment to you to make it as simple as possible and to just really truly help as many people as I can become empowered within themselves. Our world is hard, but it doesn't have to feel that way, okay? And so my challenge to you today is decide what type of meditation you'd like to do. Shower, sitting, doing your chores. Pick a time frame, and do your counting. Do your deep breath. And then message me, make a comment on the podcast um whatever streaming the thing, review this, give me five stars if it worked dm me, write a comment or or tag me at m period e period underscore journeys on Instagram of a picture of you doing your meditation and let me know how it went because right now, getting this to as many people as possible and helping to make this m- Mindful empowerment, easy for everyone is my goal. And so I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have more questions about meditation, email me, DM me, whatever. I'm here to help you. I love all of this and I love coming up with creative new ways. So if you give me like, what are your challenges? I'll help you come up with creative ways to meditate. Um, Also, I do have open spots for February for my two and my five month packages Starting the beginning of March, I will be having a mom's group of no more than 15 people. Maybe I'll push it to 20 if I get a lot of people, but we'll do the first round of 15 to 20 people. And it is a seven-week course where we do some inner child healing, unlearning of old parenting techniques and conditioning we work on mindfulness activities on how to create routines and structures. We focus on triggers and how to manage and self-regulate emotional and physical and, emo- and um, sensory regulation techniques. And then we um, implement and integrate and we learn how to do these things consistently so that we can be our best and highest for our children and ourselves. We learn how to prioritize ourselves and break old codependent or burnout and all of these things. So if you're interested, head over to Me Journeys, apply online. I'm going to be only selecting up to 20 people, and I cannot wait to meet you, phenomenal moms. And hopefully one day I'll open up to a dad, um, dad group as well because I think that would be so, so fun. But I gotta go because one of my twins is up knocking on her bedroom door, and nap time's over. So this is the Me Journeys and I'm Paige Tripp and I look forward to talking to you guys next time. Love you all. Bye.